You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome Riz Ahmed. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, man. I'm it's a massive a, fan. I love yeah, you, man. It's been a while. I've been watching you blow up. I mean, so many people were fans of yours from the night, fans of yours from the night of. Uh, many people were fans of yours, seeing you in so many different movies. You've played so many different roles, and now you're in Venom playing a character that I did not like as a human being for the first time. All right, thank you. Cheers. Right, what, did you enjoy it? You know, I did actually. I, I feel like, um, you know, I never thought I'd be in a movie like this, to right. be honest. You know, you grow up watching films like this, you don't necessarily see people that look like me in them. So it felt like a great moment for me personally. And, and you know, you get to play with all the toys and all these great actors. And, um, and I also, th I think Venom's quite a like timely story. Right. As well, in lots of ways. In, in what way? Well, it's like about an American guy who gets invaded by a giant POC alien. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and like, to begin with, we'll read the comics. Um, <laughs> it's a, a fact. And to begin with, he tries to get rid of him, but then he realizes he can't really live without him. Right, right. So, uh, you know, it's kind of something in there. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. You know what I find interesting is, is, is the idea behind the character and what you're saying. You know, when, you, when you're growing up, you, you watch these movies, and I know specifically, like, you know, characters who are either of Middle Eastern or South Asian descent always saw themselves as, like, one thing, and that was, like, bad guy number four, terrorist number seven, <laughs> right? But here you are in a movie where you're playing a character who's this wild billionaire who thinks he should be king of the world, right? Very unrealistic character that we cannot see in real life. <laughs> but... But you're playing this character... <laughs> and, and, and jokes aside, what is great is you're playing a character that is a star of a movie, in a Marvel film as well, and you look the way you look, which is a powerful thing when you think of, like, the journey that, that you've gone through. When you look at diversity and when you look at representation, how do you... how do you work towards one of the two? Are they as important to you as the other? Like, it's, it's such a difficult discussion to have right now in Hollywood. How do yeah. you deal with it? You know, it's, it's interesting in a way, because I was thinking about this, and we were talking about this backstage, is, like, um, it's kind of weird that it's even a thing, right? It's weird that it's remarkable at all that I should be able to play a range of different characters. Right. If you think about it, that's the basis of acting itself. Right? The basis of acting is I could be you and you could be me. It's just the circumstances are slightly different, right? right? Emotionally, we're all the same. So it's just weird if you think about it that certain people's faces or experiences are seen as universally relatable and other people's aren't. Um, but it's obviously not true. Otherwise, right. you know, you wouldn't have you wouldn't be able to be moved by any art that wasn't about anyone, you know, the, anyone else. So, um, so, I mean, that's, that's my take on that. But in terms of diversity and representation, I, I don't like to talk about diversity. I feel like it sounds like an added extra. Right. It sounds like the fries, not the burger, you know? <laughs> it sounds like something on the side, you've got your main thing going on, and yeah, let's sprinkle a little bit of diversity on top of that. <laughs> and, and that's not what it's about for me, it's about representation. And representation is absolutely fundamental in terms of what we expect from our culture and from our politics. You know, we all want to feel represented. We all want to feel seen and heard and valued. So right. I prefer to talk about representation. You, you've done a great job of that, yeah. <laughs> you've, um... <laughs> you've done a really great job of playing so many different characters on screen, just, just as an actor. Like, you, you, you've gone for such a diverse set of roles, you know, that challenge you in different ways. What I didn't always know about you is that you are also a, a rapper, like, like an MC, right. and like, like for real, for real, not like, like, like as a gimmick. 
Right. You just not, gen, no, genuinely, because like some people go like, ah, rap, and then like it's just a joke. But no, really, <laughs> serious. We've actually got a, a clip of one of your music videos right here. But my voice let my people off the deathbed. Headlines to the headlines. Now, that's, that song comes from a body of work that is powerful because you speak not just about what's happening in the world, but what has happened to you as a person, right? There's one of my favorite songs is 9-11 um, Blues. Right. Tell Thank us you. what 9-11 Blues is about. Well, yeah, I mean, um, that track's called Mogambo. It's the track that just came out um, yesterday, actually. And, um, you know, the message for that song is, is um, I guess there's been a through line to my work. And in Mogambo, I'm saying it most explicitly than I've ever said it, which is that, you know, we're living at a time where I said a lot of people are feeling um, unheard and unvalued and just unwanted. Mm -hmm. And really the message of this song is, yeah, some people might not want us here, but we're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? We're here to stay. Um, we're part of this place. And if you really want to get into it, let's talk about who built these societies. You know, empire built Britain. You know, this country was built on the backs of people who are trying, you know, people are trying to exclude those people from power now. Right. Um, so it's really a kind of, I just felt sick up of feeling so depressed, man. <laughs> I, felt, I just felt so like sick and tired of feeling despair. And I said, I, I wanted to make something defiant. Um, so so I, I described this track as a kind of middle finger that you can dance to. I like that. Kind of thing. <laughs> middle finger that you can dance to, I like that. Um, but, but from <laughs> The story behind that first track you're talking about, Post yeah. that was my first rap song that I recorded and it, and it got banned um, as soon as I released it, which, uh, thank you for banning it because there was so much free promotion <laughs> for that track. It was amazing, thank you. Um, but, you know, DJ started emailing me saying, feel like, you know, we're living in a politically sensitive um, right. environment, we can't play this track. And um, it was really just making fun of the post 9-11 circus of fear, this really kind of extravagant, cartoonish, you know, bogeyman, kind of narrative that we had going on about Muslims. Um, but yeah, I wrote it because the first film that I acted in, it won an award at Berlin Film Festival. We got on a plane, we were all celebrating, landed back in the UK, and as soon as, we, as soon as we landed, we got detained by British intelligence officers. And they like took me into this side room, and I was like, wow, this, this shit's real, you know? Right. And they, uh, and they put me in all these arm locks, and they were like, did you become an actor to further the Muslim struggle? And I was like, now nah, I became an actor to get girls, but it didn't work. <laughs> you know. It didn't work. But it was, it was weird because it's like, yeah, this wasn't the kind of kink I had in mind, you know? Right. Like, you putting me in an arm long isn't what I was aiming for. And I just thought, this is such a crazy, crazy uh, situation, you know, being intimidated like that because you're just acting, you're just expressing yourself. And, um, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to make a kind of joke rap song about it, you know? So that's what I did. You, you, you've been amazing at expressing yourself. You are someone who is outspoken in a time when a lot of people are like, I, I, I don't want to get involved in the politics. And uh, that's something that you're really passionate about uh, as a human being. Brexit is don't something you, but, that's huge. But I wanted to ask you, don't you feel like, I mean, I just think what you do, by the way, is just incredible, man. I think you're such an important voice, the stuff you say. Yeah, thank you, I'm Thank you, I'm it is. It's, it's inspiring to watch. You get up every night, you do this. And I just kind of think, like, I don't know if you feel this, but it's not like you chose politics. If you're born into a certain body in a certain place and time, politics chooses you. Oh, yeah, you can't escape right? it. Exactly. So, right. you know, when I'm making rap songs, 
I'm not trying to make political songs. They're very personal songs. This is one person's personal songwriting will be about their dad hiring a limo for them to go to prom. Right. And mine is about, you know, <laughs> the gloves coming on at airport security. Right, you know, right, right. That's my Friday night. So um, it, it's, just, it's just coming from a personal place, you know. It's a personal place. Uh, you deliver it well. Uh, I'm excited to see everything that you're going to do. Man. Thank you so much for being Thank on the show. Thank you so much. Man. Such a pleasure having you. Venom will be in theaters October 5th. Where's Ahmed, everybody? The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.